Quit the cackle, huh? It's getting on my nerves. As soon as I'm finished, Frank, I'll remove them for you. I don't know how to tell you this, but you're going to live. Don't get too attached to this place. It really stinks. Even though a lot of people are sucked in by the lobby. Don't be ridiculous, sir. Me? You're the one who looks like he just blew out a gun with the wind. How do you feel about long engagements? Dear Dad, I'm bringing home a Marine. He'll be the son you never had. Frank, can I borrow your doctor's diploma? They're a little short in the latrine. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. I am your host, Kenny, and joining me are my wonderful co-host, Al. Hey, everybody. And Simon. A gentleman. Today, we're going to be discussing from Season 3, Episode 6, titled Springtime. It's the 54th episode overall. It was directed by Don Weiss. It was written by Linda Bloodworth and Mary Kay Place. The production code is B303, and the original air date was October 15th, 1974. Good morning. Take over here, will you, Phil? Take over here. This guy continued on the next table. Carotid artery. Give me some pressure here. Vascular clamp. Size of that chest. You ought to see his mother. I'll make it tough. I don't know how to tell you this, but you're going to live. Even though you might break our blood bank. You can love with me, Doc. I know it's curtain time. Only until we meet again. All right, now take a deep breath, and we'll get you some stationery so you won't have to write home on your chest anymore. Good night. Okay, so plot summary for this episode. Several wild events happen during a nice spring day in Korea. First, a Marine who Hawkeye performs surgery on feels beholden to him. Next, Radar falls for a nurse whose main interest is poetry. Then Klinger receives a letter from his girl Laverne who agrees to marry him. Finally, a young soldier in a catonic state and with no tags wanders into post-op with a strange fixation for a kitten. Whoa. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> hey. Hey. Do you believe? Oh. Someone has actually ordered us a genuine spring day. What a <sighs> dirty, rotten trick to put it in the middle of a war. I'm going to put that sky on hold. That's just a mural painted by the North Koreans to catch us off our guard. Listen, you and me, we're going to grab a couple of nurses, some of that torpedo juice, and... Head for the hill. Sorry, I'm heading for the nearest cot, alone. Right after I get some new feet from supply. Are you serious? After six months of freezing your nunny, you're actually going to let a day like this go to waste? <laughs> Here's the coffee you sirs wanted, sirs. You're a little late, Radar. We ordered it last winter. Give him time. He takes baby steps. Save mine. And take my beautiful day. I'm having it later. Yeah, we had some notable guest stars on this episode as well. We had the ever-popular Alex Karras playing Lance Corporal Lyle Wesson. Now, Alex is most remembered for his role in the hit TV series Webster. He appeared in an impressive 37 different titles, including the film in which I got my nickname, Pee-wee. That's right, Porky's. He also starred in Centennial, 
Buffalo 66, and as the ever-memorable character Mongo in the brilliant film Blazing Saddles. Alex sadly passed away at age 77 in October 2012. You didn't think I was going to say that, did you, Mac? <laughs> Good job. That was really well done. <laughs> and, of course, we have returning the wonderful Jamie Farr as Corporal Maxwell Q. Klinger. Uh, William Christopher returns as Father Francis Mulcahy. And the very talented Mary Kay Place plays Lieutenant Louise Simons. Still hot on the acting scene is Mary. She has so far notched up 110 titles, amazing to her resume, including Big Love, Bored to Death, and My So-Called Life. She wrote three MASH episodes in 1972 in conjunction with uh, Linda Bloodworth Thomason. They were broadcast between December 1973 and December 1974. One of those episodes, Hot Lips and Empty Arms, was nominated for a Comedy Writing Emmy. Very in fact, cool. this is the episode that she wrote. Mm. Yes. Mm. And then we have Greg Mabry. He played Pasco. Greg appeared in two episodes of MASH. This was his first. And Jeff Maxwell returns as Igor Strzelaminski. And Roy Goldman played a name totally different than his own, Roy Goldman. <laughs> and we have Patricia Stevens returning as Nurse Stevens. Hey, Dennis Choi appears as Corpsman. Now, Dennis appeared in 20 episodes of MASH. This was actually his only acting series. Did you actually say Corpsman? Like Dead Body Man? Actually. Wow. Yeah, Corpsman. <laughs> <laughs> and Odessa Cleveland returns as Lieutenant Ginger Bayless. And for another nurse, we have Sheila Luritsen. She plays Nurse Sheila. And the ever-reliable Kelly Nakahara returns as Lieutenant Kelly Yamato. Is that you, Doc? I certainly hope so. Well, Doc, you saved my life. No one's ever done that before. My guess is nobody's ever had to. Lyle Wesson. Hawkeye Pierce, and I'm going to need that back by tonight. Hawkeye Pierce. You're some kind of genius doctor. And I'm going to pay you back, Doc. Anything, you just name it. If I draw you a picture, can you have her under my pillow by morning? I'm not kidding, Doc. I'm going to pay you back. You'll see. Okay, fine. Okay, you just lie back and hope the bed can take it. All right, so let's go ahead and start this discussion of this episode. Why don't you start us off, Al? <laughs> <laughs> springtime. I don't like springtime anyway. So this was just... <laughs> now, I mean, it was an okay episode. I think it was... For me, it's like a, a throwaway episode, to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. um, there were some fun things in it, like Klinger prancing down the hill <laughs> yeah, and radar, radar slaking. Ooh, that was funny. Um, I think the highlight, though, of this uh, is Alex Karras. I, I just I think Alex Karras is just a, a fun person. I mean, he's huge and uh, he's just a big teddy bear. Um, one thing I don't I don't get though is, is Hawkeye calling his dream a rerun. Now, why would he have said rerun? They don't they didn't really have reruns in the fifties, so that would be a term that wouldn't really have much meaning. Do you think? That's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. true. Yeah, but you know, yeah, slip. It is. It is. I loved the interaction between Klinger and um, and Henry. I thought that was great stuff. I mean, the way the way those two interact to begin with is always fun. Henry just kind of nonchalantly accepting that uh, you know Klinger's in a dress, and then uh, when Klinger said he was going to get married, and uh, Henry goes, "Has she seen you lately?" <laughs> Special delivery. My girl Laverne. She said yes. She agreed to marry me. Klinger, has she ever seen you? 
We've been dating since high school. Of course she's seen me. I mean, recently. Sir, you gotta let me go, sir. I just have to get married. <laughs> uh, and one thing I've noticed, did you guys ever notice how the nurses, when they're not in the OR, they're always painting their fingernails? That's what girls mm. do. I know, but always? <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of silly. And, know, and this, is, this is written by two females as well. Yeah, I know. So, but I mean, I think that's kind of a, a statement on the time. But anyway, yeah. and then uh, the, the, the only other thing I have is uh, the voice of Lorraine on the radio sounded awfully similar to the voice of the, uh, of the, um, the old woman that was uh, talking about the recipe, don't you think? <laughs> just with a, a little bit of an accent. <laughs> Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, it was an okay episode. I, I would definitely not say it was one of my favorites. Probably not even my top ten or twenty. But eh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel. I mean, it was. I enjoyed it. It was a good episode. Unlike you mentioned, Al. I think Lyle saved it for me. Uh, yeah, his character was just or Alex. Uh, he played Lyle. Uh, his character was just fantastic and and very funny and genuine. And it was just. Um, that's I think that part of the storyline I liked. I thought it was yeah. really funny. Uh, I found it weird with the whole guy with the cat and his ca- you know, <laughs> catatonic state. I've appealed to him several times, Doctor. He's not hurting the cat. He just won't release it. Oh, sorry I had to wake you. That's all right, Father. The nurse I was dreaming was a rerun anyway. Well, the cat's someone to love, obviously. It's over there. Where'd he get it? Must have just wandered into camp. He refuses to let go, Doctor. My mother had the same problem with me at the induction center. Anything you want to talk about, soldier? I think the cat's got his tongue. Hey, nobody wants to take him away from you. You can hold him as long as you want. You better bring in a psychiatrist. This is out of my league. What's his name? Fluffy. I mean the patient, Father. We don't know, Doctor. They brought him in without dog tags. Don't get too attached to this place. It really stinks. Even though a lot of people are sucked in by the lobby. But, you know, that was never resolved. We don't know know. why. We don't. I always thought there was another scene at the very end with explaining why, but we really don't know where he came from, why he had a cat, and, and we don't really resolve it, other than they sedate him at the end because he attacks Hawkeye, but that's it. So did they help him? Did they get Sydney to come out? You know, it was just weird to have that storyline and really no resolution to it at all. And that's not normal for MASH. MASH normally has nice little, you know, bow ties on each of their story pieces. So I just found that kind of odd. Um, I like the fact, you know, that Radar gets some uh, from uh, the geeky girl. <laughs> get some. Just like, get some. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get me that, some of I mean, that. that. That whole last scene was hilarious. With, it was, you know, with Lyle attacking Frank, and you have uh, you have Klinger getting married, and they're losing connection. And you have Rayo walk in. He has all the kiss, you know, lipstick marks all over <laughs> his face. Scott Zelda, just in time. Out of our way. Uh, may I see your invitations, please? Friends of the bride or the bride? You're out of uniform. I am not. I'm with Fred Waring. Disgusting. You have your nerve wearing white. Jealous. Doc, I've been looking all over for you. Well, you guys sure throw some weird parties, huh? It's our prom night. These kids have been saving up all year for this. Well, look at Doc. Um, I'm shoving off tomorrow. I thought maybe I could have your home address. 
Maybe we could be pen pals after the war. Lyle, it would, it would just be boring for you. I write everything in prescriptions. Come in, Laverne, wherever you are. I demand this wedding be stopped immediately. Oh, shut up, Major. Did you hear that? I certainly did. Are you going to let him talk to you that way? You're angry when you're beautiful. Listen, beak nose. What'd you call him? Button up, Frank, and zip up, too. Oh, who are you ordering about, Mr. Sassine Major Pants? I thought the doc told you to be quiet. Oh, it's all right, Lyle. He never obeys my commands. What a report this is going to make. That pervert marrying no one, a cat living in the hospital, and this idiot insubordinating his big mouth whenever he pleases. Uh, Frank, uh, I wouldn't, uh... Oh, shut up! Well, that's it. Uh -oh. What? Uh -oh. What? Ah! Let me go! Let me go, you big moron! Put him down! You can't twirl an officer! Ah! Ah! Oh, this is outrageous! Ah! Ah! Oh, I think he's had enough, Lyle. We don't want his brain to rush to his head. Apologize! Ah! No report! I do! I do! No report! Please! Notice! Frank! Lyle, you really gotta stop doing things like that. It puts people off. Yeah, you're right, Doc. I'm always doing the wrong thing. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. You're a big person. You deserve bigger mistakes. Um, it just looked like a madhouse, and it and it's, that's so mash. Um, it it was just so funny, very very funny. Um, so I mean, I guess I liked it more than you. I mean, I did enjoy the episode. It was fun, yeah. but it's definitely not in my top. You know, any of my top lists. It was just a fun, enjoyable episode with a very memorable character in Lyle, right. who I really liked. So, Ed's. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with you exactly what you say about Lyle. Um, I, I did note that when Hawkeye uh, um, takes over, we actually see another Doctor in uh, in one scene, which was nice to see. Mm -hmm. Just the usual three who put themselves in front of bombs. Um, nice line with Hotlip saying, "Flare your nostrils for me, Frank." Mm. That did really make me laugh out loud. Flare your nostrils for me, Frank. I get so excited when you flare them. Margaret, I get so excited when you say excited. <laughs> um, but really, that was about it. And it's, um, yeah, <laughs> I really didn't. I think the truth is because I really enjoyed OR. Um, and then, because I tend to watch all these, you know, when we record, I tend to watch them in bulk so that, you know, to make my notes. And it was kind of mm -hmm. like a real letdown, I think, which I know is, is a silly thing to say because there's normally a week in, you know, in between when you watch these on TV. But um, it did nothing for me, you know. The, the, the whole thing with Klinger getting mad at I mean, was he married at the end? I mean, because you don't know. You just <laughs> presume, oh, he is. And later on, because we know he gets married later on again when he's, you know, he's, he's dressed in his suit, which is from an earlier season. Yeah. So is he married? Does, does that get resolved? The same thing, what you're saying about the, the guy with the cat. You know, yeah. it's just it's just really lazy kind of writing, I think, which is unusual for these two because their they're episodes normally are really solid and really good. And it must yeah. have just been an off day for them or, or they was rushed to, to get it out. Yeah, I mean, we don't um, know. Things could have been cut, you know. Scenes could have been cut for yeah, time yeah, and we just course, don't know. But, um, you know, it's still... You know, twenty minutes, and it's twenty yeah. minutes. I, I won't get back. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, let's face it. There's certainly been ones that I really have detested. Uh, anything to do with Klinger flying? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not uh, Klinger in, in the uh, hang glider yeah. with the pink slippers. But yeah, not not the not the greatest. Not terrible, but not not the greatest of episodes. Yeah, yeah. And Klinger does get married to Lorraine or to Lorraine because he does divorce her. Yeah. There's a scene where she wants to get a divorce. Oh, so to, that is yeah. So he yeah, he does officially remember. get married to her. Um, even though, like you said, it's not really known in the episode. You just assume. 
that yeah. he finished. Well, there you, the go, there you go. You see, so if if, we, if it said like later on that oh they get divorced, well, he hasn't said it in the episode. You know the old rule of if it's not on screen, it doesn't happen. Yeah, you know, that's true. But, but hey, I'm, pe- I'm picking. I'm picking. <laughs> <laughs> that's my marine, right? How'd you guess? We just had a total eclipse of the sun. Hey Doc, how you doing today? Everybody treat you okay? Well, the laundry put too much starch in my cummerbund, but outside of that, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you something. You're a good old guy. You know that? Holt. Allow me. After you? Before me. House. That's what happens when Michelin gives you four stars. Excuse me. Boys about that? Nope. You know, my mom always told me to leave the table a little hungry. That way you don't feel so stuffed, right? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Dude just opened up here, Doc. Now, we got to get our food, Lyle. Don't say that. He'll skewer the cook. Fellas, you just sit on down and relax, and I'll handle everything. Two with everything. I'm busy, fella. No, 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 no. I said two with everything. Now. Everything is just what you're going to get. Right. <laughs> How do you feel about long engagements? Dear Dad, I'm bringing home a Marine. He'll be the son you never had. All right, let's move on to some behind the scenes. I'll start us off. After Lyle, who's played by Alex Karras, picks up Major Burns and swings him around, Hawkeye chastises him, to which he replies, Lyle bad, do bad things. No, Lyle bad person does bad things. No, you're not. Lyle good, Hawkeye bad. This references Karras' role as Mongo in Blazing Saddles, which opened in theaters the same year this episode aired. Cool. I got the whole Mice and Men. You know, George, the big <laughs> yeah. brute. Tell that's me about the robots, George. Yeah, when I saw that scene, that's what it reminded me of. You know, oh, you know, yeah. he was bad. Uh, Vidal is reading a channel passage by Rupert Brooke to Lieutenant Louise Simmons. When she attacks him, the line just before the attack is, Retching, twist, and tie me old meat, good meals, brown gobbets, up I throw. So, yeah, that's a perfect okay. moment to attack somebody. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was eating chocolate, so yeah. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. Right. When Radar mentions the movie that is playing in camp that week, he mentions that it's God, a Godzilla movie. However, since this supposedly takes place in 1952, it couldn't be due to the fact that Godzilla did not debut until two years later in 1954. But, you know, they're closer to Japan there, so that's where Godzilla came from. That's yeah. right. They got the advanced screening of it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. All right, for our last one, we have, though in several later episodes, Radar would claim to be a virgin, he loses his virginity when he is ravaged by Nurse Summers. <laughs> but we don't no. know if they actually had sex. Well, he did get slaked. No, there, was no ha- there was no happy face on there. Again, there is no resolution. We don't know, which is all kind of insinuated. Yeah. There was no there was no cutaway to like a rocket going through a tunnel or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, I was wondering if I could ask you two sirs about some advice. 
Well, what are parents for? Come on in. Make yourself homely. Oh. Sit down. Oh, thanks. A little irrigation? Coming in? Drink, Radar. Oh, no, no. What's your problem? And keep in mind, we can't work miracles with height. Uh, well, it's about this, um, woman. A woman of the opposite sex, Radar? Yeah, uh, Lieutenant Simmons. You know her? Nurse. Simmons. Uh, short, freckles, fat glasses. Can't understand how you lost your job at the State Department. Yeah, that's her usually, but you should see her without her parka. Can you arrange that? I mean, I didn't. But, uh, she was wearing this little, uh, uh... A pair of hands? She was wearing two hands? Uh, no, it was, uh... Oh, what's a diff? For all she knows, I'm dead. Why don't you prove to her you're alive? Breathe in her face. I can't because I'm ignoring her all the time. Why? Because she's ignoring me. Ah, but you ignored her first. Yeah, that's because I'm trying to beat her to the ignore. Radar, you're going to cool yourself right out of business with Why don't you let her know how you feel? Take her to the pictures. Wow, that's a great idea. Thanks, we invented it. Yeah, we get a two cents royalty every time a guy asks a girl to a movie. Oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I'll ask her to the, uh, I'll, I'll ask her to the movie. All right, time for some trivia. This one's about Father Mulcahy. The question is, what order did his sister belong to? So go ahead and email your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Once again, the question, what order did Father Mulcahy's sister belong to? Look, we know you love the cat. Nobody wants to hurt it. You can come visit it anytime you want. We'll take good care of it, I promise. Okay? Want to give them to me? Come on, you can trust me. Lovely. Thank you. Okay, everybody, just keep calm and nobody will get hurt. Especially me. Now, let's be careful. Don't break the doctor, okay? Uh, the cat and I have just talked it over and he'd like to come back. Hey, what the heck is going on here? Oh, just another fan gone wild. Well, don't worry, Doc. I'll get you out of here quicker than you can shake a stick. No, no, lie him, lie him. Don't hurt him. Be gentle. My life is in his armpit. Easy, buddy. Take it easy. Mr. Quang, can we have some sedation here, please? You all right, Doc? Thanks, Lyle. I guess that about makes his evening in the life-saving department. In fact, I owe you change. Oh, that was nothing. I haven't even begun to pay you back yet. What are you going to do for an encore? Make me immortal? Well, I like you, Doc. I like doing things for you. You're the greatest. Lyle, underneath these exceptional good looks lurks a very rotten person. Really? Oh, come on. I'm the kind of guy who gets a kick out of tying knots in varicose veins. <laughs> I once did a post-mortem an hour before the patient was ready. <laughs> all right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the Internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And I am at Tales Podcast. And we have a totally radical website, man. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com.
We have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And you can send us your feedback and, of course, the answers to our trivia questions to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And we even have a very cool store where you can buy all kinds of neat stuff, all with the MASH 4077 logo on it. Even has our pictures. I've seen it. Pretty cool stuff. You can find our online store at www.zazzle.com forward slash MASH 4077 podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, Direct Download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 podcast. All right, so I think we had some mixed reviews on this episode. I enjoyed it more than Al, but Al enjoyed it more than Med. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. All right, well, I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And we'll be seeing you. Here's to the biggest cannon in the war. And it's a comfort to know it's in your hands. We're safer with the rain, you know. One more lovely spring day like yesterday, and we'll need a group lobotomy. You guys got any books on poetry? Radar, come in here. Your voice is getting deeper. Your skin is clearing up. Well, I got this friend. Who is she? Who says it's a she? Then who's he? It's not a he. Radar, there are only he's and she's. Look, he's blushing. I am not. My cheeks are just red. Oh, Radar. Come on. Tell your Uncle Trapper. And your Aunt Hawkeye. No. Why can't you sirs just act like sirs, sirs? That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programs and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth to share that passion with others. That's right. 
On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www.talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make make it it a a Mickey Mickey Day. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary. I am Locutus. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. She wrote three MASH episodes in 1972 in conjuncture. Is that right? She wrote. And then we have Greg Marit Marum. First, a Marine who Hawkeye prefers. Sorry. 